This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Consignment Heroes, heard Sunday afternoons at 1 on Zoomer Radio. How to sell your stuff. How to get rid of stuff. Paul Kenny and his son Bogart from Storage Wars Canada are about to unlock the secrets to stuff on Zoomer Radio. What sort of value do they put on your stuff? That depends on how well you sell it. As we begin taking your calls on Consignment Heroes, the one-hour phone-in show all about stuff. Good morning and welcome to Consignment Heroes. I am here with my dad, Paul Kenny, and I am Bogart Kenny, and we are doing a show all about stuff. We're here every Sunday for the past almost three years now. We're here for about one hour and we talk about stuff. We're the Consignment Heroes. We consign things. We give you praises of your, uh, give you appraisals of stuff that you have or give you an idea of what your stuff is worth. And this is a live call-in show. Turn off your phone. Live call-in show all about stuff. We're talking about anything that you can possibly think of. We got comics, records, old China, gold, silver, Royal Dalton, sewing stuff, advertising, die-cast cars. We're talking about your stuff, our stuff. This show is all about stuff. And, if and you do what wanna, to do with it. And what to do with it. We are also special, specializing in downsizing. So if you have a house and you want to get rid of your stuff and you're going into something smaller, we also can do that. But if you are going into a bigger house from a smaller house, we can find stuff for you. We can connect you with other people. We can do everything with a one-stop shop for stuff. And we are live here down at Zoomplex the next hour. And our number to call in live right now is 416 416- Three six zero zero seven four zero, and we always say at the top of the show, get a pen, get a paper, make sure they both work because there's a lot of information coming down, including uh, where you can contact us during the week, our store hours, everything like that. Gold and silver prices are to come as well. So if you do want to call in right now, the number is four one six three six zero zero seven four zero. The toll free number is one eight six six seven four zero four seven four zero. So how was the week? We had a great week, but you also have to say that people can see us on podcast if they miss the show, because a couple of people said this week they were at church while our show was on. Okay, and I yeah. said you can get a podcast. We, we also, um, if you go to the Zoomer website, zoomer.ca, you can uh, view our past shows. You can listen to yep. them, and uh, you can see what we've been talking about for the past uh, year. You two, can hear three. what we've been talking about. You can hear what we've been talking about. Yeah. Um, we got to update it a little bit because it says, uh, if you have been listening to it, it says live at 1 p.m. That's been changed a long time since. We're always every day live from 11 till 12 yeah, for that yeah. hour. Okay. Anything after that has been a replay. Yes. But what I want to say this week, now yesterday, just yesterday morning, I saved someone $30,000. I know it wasn't me. No, it wasn't you. But I saved someone $30,000 just on, on, on money they were about to spend for no reason. And okay, I hold thought, on. How do, how, you, how do you make money off that, though? Because, like, say if they went someone else and they were going to get 30000 more, like, say the other competitor offered, like said, I want 30000 more than what you're saying. And we give advice. This show is about advice. So you didn't making, make anything. Yeah. This show is about advice, making sure people don't get ripped off, making sure they don't spend money. Like, you know something, like... You you got if someone's if your parents have passed, uh, you only have one set of parents, and you've got a, a situation to deal with that you haven't dealt with ever before. It's your first time through. 
we do this as, as our business. This is what we do. Like if you went and got an appendix operation, you wouldn't stay awake to tell the doctor what to do. You don't know what to do, and it's painful. But that's that's, that's a good point. That's a good uh, point. But oh, I'm saying yeah. is that we handle this all the time, and it's it's all it's we know what the pitfalls are. Like later on in the show, we're going to have Rick Tobacco, our seniors real estate agent, on. He's a seniors specialist. He specialists in probate. He specialists in pain. seniors have different problems of what they want to do. Okay? So they're, they're doing a lot of stuff with housing that the average pro- person won't know. I don't even know. Yes. So no. the, he'll help get you through selling your house. Basically. Yeah, we're going to be talking to Rick, but I like I saved a client 30000 And it's, the same situation came up later on in the day. Someone else almost had an identical situation. It's not unique, but we deal with it all the time. It's like if someone says, what's one and one? I know it's two. And I tell them two, and they were thinking, okay. Like sometimes they just don't know what to do. The the enormity of the problem, the the stuff they just don't want to deal with it because it's their parents' stuff. Or or if you're downsizing, it's really really hard to get rid of that thing you that collection you've been collecting for fifty years or forty years or even ten days. But whatever it is, ten if, days. You no, know, but a lot of people have been collecting stuff for many many years. It's part of their what they do. But also this week, and I got to say this: this is a day I'm going to. Give a couple of things of advice. I went, we go to some of these big box um, consignment shops, as I call them. They have all sorts of stuff. And they charge, people bring it in, they charge them 40% or 50% or whatever the number is. Do not, do not give these people your gold and silver. Okay? Because here's an example. Wait, I, I, thought they didn't, I thought they didn't even take their gold and silver. No, some places do jewelry. So right now, this week, we bought a ring for $420. It had $580 worth of gold in it. Okay, so but the consigner, the person who gave him that ring, only got two hundred and ten dollars. Now we would have paid him five hundred and eighty if they walked into our shop, and we would have paid them five hundred and eighty dollars for what I bought for a lot less. Okay, hold on, you. This is like the the eighth show in a row that somebody has told you after they've sold something. No, no, we actually bought this. Like another. Okay, you, everyone knows we did that live show. But wait a minute, before I go into that, I got to go say, do not give consignment shops your gold and silver. Except we, ours. No, no, but, no, you, but we will melt it. We don't take it on consignment. We're not going to take, like you should not be selling $1,000 of gold for, and they get 40% for selling it. You can get almost 90% of the value of your gold. So this ring was only worth this much. It was worth so yeah, much in gold. But the average person isn't going to know. So it's like if they come in and the person that's but that's if they're listening here. I'll tell I know, them. but like say say the like you said, it's worth five hundred eighty dollars. Yeah. And then the person that can sign our shop is like, well, this is a five thousand dollar ring. I'll give you two sixty for it, possibly three hundred. No, 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 no. You're missing my point. Some as they say, you're going to get the highest amount. For gold and silver, maybe if it's some Royal Dalton that's worth $221, yes, give them your stuff, okay? Because if you get some, if you're lucky enough to sell it, you're great. But with gold and silver, you should put in your head, do not give it to the consignment shops, okay? And later on the show, I want you to copy down what we're paying for gold and silver. Because say you give them uh, a 20 carat, uh, uh, it's 14 carat, and it's 20 gram, it's a ch- and it's a necklace, and you're going to get, uh, they're going to say, well, we think this is going to sell for $400 because it's their job to sell it fast. They don't really care what they get for. They'll get their percentage no matter what it's worth. I'm trying to make sure the clients 
who have their gold and silver get educated about what it's actually worth. And I don't care that you bought it in 1960 for $29. Today, it's worth $580. you got to know this. But it's like when we go into like some of these downsizers, we have to – they say they're downsizers. They just want to get the job done as fast as possible. Like, you know, in our show, we did a show two weeks ago. We filmed that um, – for Zoomer Radio, mm-hmm. Zoomer TV. Mm-hmm. We did a show for Vi- it's a Vision, no, sorry. It's for Vision TV. It's going to be coming on later on. Now, remember the scene where you're, I give you some money for the comic book? Yeah. Okay. That comic book was bought at a downsizer sale. Okay. Uh huh. I'm not going to say what we got for it. You're going to have to see the show. I want to say, well, we bought it for $40. If I'd gone into someone's house and wouldn't bought that, as as Paul Kenny Consignment Heroes, we would have paid them uh, probably $4,000 for the $7,000 okay, for the comics. so it basically went for $40 because it was in an auction type of situation. It wasn't an auction. They just didn't know what they were doing. So they just sold it for $40. It was sitting on the bed. No, they sold a bunch of comics. They sold $7,000 worth of comics for around $300. Wow. Wow. No, but they're supposed to know. But you know something? If you're paying these people, this is a lot of people complain sometimes we're slow, but we actually find out what the stuff is worth. So you have a soft spot for gold. Get it? Gold and silver and people. Yes. So this should bring your business to you. No, no, but but with this, if we there's a difference if people hire me. They say, What do you charge? I say, the first half hour is free. After that it's hundred and seventy five an hour. We do pay and if we have laborers, they're only charged out of thirty dollars an hour. And that's what we do. We, we'll do the move. We'll pack you. Even if we sell your stuff, whatever you want, we'll pack it up. We'll move you to wherever you're going. Well, yeah. So a lot of times, like when people are trying to get rid of their stuff, they're like, oh, I don't want this headache. I don't want to deal with this. And what they do is they call junk removers. And yeah. those guys will charge you to get rid of their junk, which does yes. not make sense. And it's, it's not junk either. It's your no. stuff. Your stuff. Your piano's not a junk. Um, it's piano's heavy. Maybe. It's heavy, but it's not a junk. Yeah. No, but I'm just, I want to just. Okay, can we, get, can we get more to your rants later? Like we have a full okay, board okay, of people okay, trying rants. to call in. No, this is not rants. This is information. Go ahead. Go to the board. Okay, but if you do want to call in, we are we are now live, and we're taking phone calls uh, for the next about 40, 45 minutes. The number is 416-360-0740. We're going to go to the first caller, uh, Martin and Ajax. Hey, Martin. Good morning, fellas. <clears throat> I was wondering if uh, you can help me with... Uh, this old copy of uh, Tom Sawyer I have, uh, it's published in Toronto. It's uh, about eight inches by four inches. It's a uh, faded out red color, but it has absolutely no publishing date in it. Yeah, a lot of that stuff, because Mark Twain had to sell. Um, Mark Twain, I think, went broke a couple of times, even though he was one of America's greatest humorists. Um, it, it's... A lot of the Mark Twain, because they, they were sold and well-read, $10, $20. Unless you have first editions of that stuff or you've got stuff that's illustrated by a special illustrator, most right. time 10 50 And that's on the long door. Books are very, very hard to sell. People aren't reading right. as much right now. Uh, I think everyone should read Tom, Tom Sawyer. Every kid should read Tom Sawyer and Huckleberry Finn. That's just yep. from my childhood. Uh-huh. I kind of had the thought that maybe it was published for for education for schools and stuff because uh, all books should have a publishing date, but this one doesn't. No, no, they would. They might have got the rights for it, or the page might have been ripped out that no, had all that on it. There's there's no pages missing. And it's okay, probably the, it's the, it looks like the oldest book I own. 
And uh, uh, and it's probably the only one I have that doesn't have a publishing date. And, yeah. And, and whoever owned it before me actually signed their names with the old... Uh, you're making this worth less and less every moment when you're saying this, eh? It's like got ink, ink quill signatures in it. That yeah. I, and, it, and it's not Mark Twain's signature. It's just, I guess, the first owner. Yeah. But um, if you had Mark Twain on the inside, we're talking a couple thousand dollars. Yeah, no, uh, books like that, I'm sorry, books are very tough to sell. We only take the books if we're doing the complete estate, and we do it as a labor of love and a service to the client. But if you have one book, it's not worth the trip. Uh, Sorry about that. Thank you for the call. Bye-bye. Thanks. Uh, We're going to go to um, Wayne in Scarborough. Hey, Wayne. Hello, gentlemen. Uh, enjoy your show. Oh, thanks. Uh, I have a sealed gold coin. It's uh, a $5 gold coin that uh, uh, says it's one-tenth of a gold amount, and it's supposed to be pure. Uh, yeah. you have a value on that? Most of them right now, gold right now, we'll, we'll get into it later, is about $1,729 per ounce in Canadian money. Your your coin right there would probably sell for about ten dollars over that. So it would be one tenth of seventeen twenty nine would be one thousand one hundred and seventy two dollars, seventy three dollars wow. plus about five or ten dollars is what the store will retail it at. Mm-hmm. Now, but you're going to get from a dealer will give you about fifteen dollars underneath that because he has to make a profit. They don't usually melt these because they're pure. There's right. no sales tax on them, which is good, but uh, it's in that area. And there's no problem. There's no shame in owning gold. Keep it for a while. Oh, very good. Uh, I, I hope you guys are going to be uh, putting values on uh, silver dollars because I've got more than a few. Uh, well, come on. And you have to listen for another about 15 minutes because we usually do it around halfway through the show. Right. We, have, we make sure everyone's awake before we give them the silver and gold prices. How's that? Sounds Sounds like a plan. Thank you, gentlemen. Thank you. Thanks for the call. Uh, let's go to, uh, speaking about some silver, uh, we'll go to Crystal in Hanover. Yeah, hi. Hi, Crystal. Hi. Uh, hello, gentlemen. I have a couple of coins. Yep. Uh, two of them are U.S. Uh, US silver dollars, one from 1922 and one from 1923. Yeah. And right now, again, we're just talking about that. There's about 0.7 of an ounce. So and those those aren't any. I, I don't know how many ounces. No, no, no. I, I'm I'm telling you what's in there. Oh. Um. There's a point seven of an ounce of gold of uh silver silver, silver in each one. So yeah. you're going to go twenty point two one times point seven. This is approximate fourteen forty. And the dealer was going to give you uh, approximately twelve oh two per dollar. Maybe twelve. Because of the silver value, what you've got is not particularly collectible because. Like I said, in 1960, if you went into a bank in Upper Boot, Montana, uh-huh. and went and you wanted 200 silver dollars, they would give them to you. Oh, I see. Okay, because yeah, yeah. and remember, if you were in Vegas, I know some of our listeners out there remember being in Vegas in the 60s. Those slot machines gave you silver dollars. You put silver dollars in. So that was 1207. What was it? Uh, 1202, but it'll change. But it's approximately 12 dollars right now. 12 dollars. Okay, and I have two coins. From the uh, Jubilee of Queen Elizabeth II from 1975. Oh, gold or silver? silver one and I have a gold one. The gold one? Yeah. The gold one's uh, probably going to be a sovereign. 
and it's going to be point. It's a little less than a quarter of an ounce. It's point two two three five four of an ounce, approximately four hundred dollars for the gold coin. Okay. Well, okay, so that's not some not that's not bad value. No, I, I'm doing this. I'm hoping that you described it right, but it's the gold well, coins. You should always bring them in. Yeah, but that so that's that's what like if you ever want to bring something in, like if we're not giving you a good enough description or you're sitting at home and you're like, you know what, that's that's something that sounds like with what I have and you don't want to call in, come to our store. We are in Richmond Hill. We're at ten thousand three forty one. Yeah. Uh unit number two. And we're in Richmond Hill, just uh, on Young Street north of Major McKenzie. South so, of the wall. South of the wall. So if you ever want to see us or even if you're nearby and you're like, I can't find your store call us. We're, yeah. we're, we're there all the time. Or you can call us just to get the price. We are one of those stores that will give you the price over the phone. Instant service. And the number for that is we're not ni- 905-737-4653. And we have, you know what, we're going to go to our, our special caller. We have Rick Tobacco online. I was about to build him up. Oh, I was you've been give- building him up the whole show. I was giving a backstory about it. Okay, All listeners know who Rick is now. No, no, they don't. They don't know enough. We're just... Rick's, Rick is a specialist in um, seniors' homes. If someone's senior, we deals with the seniors. Seniors have separate, different problems than a regular person like you. If you're selling a home, you're you're just flipping it through, or you're just you don't care. You haven't been there for you've no emotional value how do to you it. Know me. You haven't even had a chance to make a mess in your house. That's how long you haven't had it long enough. Well, is there a mess in your house? Well, you, okay, no. You, you, fine. You tell Rick what he does. No, no. I'm not telling Rick what he does. But I'm saying, but Rick is a specialist. He he works for uh, Royal LePage Professional. I'm going to have to write this down how exactly. He is Royal LePage Estate Professionals. But he also is, in his area, his special area, niche, is seniors. Rick, are you still there after that? I'm here. I'm listening to you guys. It sounds great. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, no. I, 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 I'm with the Royal Page Real Estate Professionals. Yeah, and yes, as you're saying, I, I am specializing because, uh, as you said, the needs of, of seniors is a little different, uh, and and unless you have the expertise in it, um, you know, you, you're you're not going to be able to to uh, help them with some of their challenges that they're going through, right? So, yes, absolutely. Um, are you a special? Uh, are you a senior because you forgot to give your phone number? Oh, I could give it to you right now. I, I don't know. Uh, I guess in some parts of the world I might be considered a senior, but no. Um, I guess not yet, but pretty soon. Uh, yes, my phone number is 416-258-3972. I'll give that again. Uh, 416-258-3972. Rick DeBacco, Royal Page, Real Estate Professionals. Okay, now we've got John today, so I'm going to let you do some of the talking. Now, what is the okay. number one things that people like, okay, I'm downsizing. I'm going from my store. Right. I have to go to a condo. Right. How do you help them besides a free consultation? Well, well if uh, one of the, the, the first questions people ask you, what can I do to make my house ready for sale? And yeah. I always tell people the number one thing you can do is declutter, declutter, declutter. Mm-hmm. Uh, people over the years have collected stuff, as you guys call it. And, you know, to them, it's their stuff. And they figure, well, you know, uh, people will come by my house anyways, and uh, they might, but the sooner you get rid of the stuff, sell it, whatever, and it, it, you know, for the person, it's probably the easiest thing that they can do. If they're on a budget and they don't want to invest money in their homes, getting it ready in terms of renovating or doing all that, the quickest thing you can do, 
and it will bring instant value to your house is to declutter. And that's where someone like you comes in. Mm-hmm. Uh, we, we all go in collectively and, you know, cause sometimes it can be overwhelming. Okay. Yeah. Uh, this is something that people just, you know, they'll look at it and say, well, we're not really up to it. Not a problem. Uh, we take care of all of it. Uh, you know, like I've been saying, I'm here to take the stress out of selling your home. Mm-hmm. Uh, I offer a, a free in-home market evaluation and, uh, as always, offering free consultation. So your, call, uh, your, your listeners can call me anytime and ask me anything real estate related, and I will always answer their, their questions. I will always answer their calls. Good. No, that's, that's, that's what our whole show is about, is giving information. Absolutely. We like to make a bit of money as well, but we want to give information so people feel uh, safe in what they're going to do. You know, selling your house is a big, big decision. It's a big job, and it can be overwhelming for some people that haven't done it for a while, or even those who do it all the time. Whereas uh, when it's something that you do all the time, uh, Mm -hmm. and uh, you get quite good at it, and, uh, you know, there's different challenges that they're going to face that maybe the regular person may not, or say a younger person isn't going to be facing. And sometimes there, there are issues dealing with probate. There are issues dealing with power of attorneys. There's family members. There's wills that have to be dealt with. Uh, it, it's, a, it, it's a lot to navigate through, and that's why you want a professional there uh, helping you out. And at the same time, we'll help you get your house ready. Yeah. So you know, we mean we. I will help well, you get your house ready. Absolutely. I mean. <laughs> By we, it's me, you, okay. uh, Bogart. We're, we're all in this together. Yeah. So what we show, they get a team. <laughs> yes. We're, we're there to help them. And uh, obviously, they should be taking advantage of our expertise in the field. And timing means a lot right now. I'm telling you right now. I know it's hard to make that decision, but you don't be selling your house in November or December. Right so now, we're, is it- we're, cut, we're, we're in probably one of the best times of the year to sell. Yeah. Uh, you know, everybody's feeling good. The springtime is here. Uh, it, it's a great time to sell. I mean, it's always a good time to sell, but the springtime is generally one of the better times to sell. So uh, please, if, uh, if they need assistance, if they need help, if they just want to call and ask a question, okay. 416-258-3972. Rick DeBacco. We're all a page real estate professionals. I expect both of us to be busy. Thank you, Rick. It's been a pleasure. Thank you. Okay. Always. Well, there we go. So, like, there, there's our uh, Rick debacle uh, segment of if you want to get rid of your house and you are a senior or even if a young person, he can help. I was going to have the ads on first and then tease and bring him on after the ads. Well, yeah, but you but preempted that. We are never on the same page. Uh, if you do want to call in, we are live for the next about 25 to 35 minutes. Our number is 416-360-0740. That's 416-360-0740. The toll-free number is 1-866-740-4740. And more of your calls when we come back. Watching Sam at work, you're reminded of mom's home cooking. Make it from scratch, never from a box. Mom would always say that. Having cabinets built by new generation is a lot like that. Because when you love what you do as much as Sam does, and you're as good at it as Sam is, would you serve your family prefab? New Generation Kitchens and Bathrooms of Guelph. Made with love. From scratch. Call 519-836-8300 and meet Sam at his family-run factory. Estates have a sentimental value and a real value. Which one do you think sells? 
An estate appraisal by Toronto Gold, Silver and Coins is valued for the honesty and experience of Paul and Bogart, who always arrive with three options. They'll buy it from you, sell it for you, or tell you what the estate is worth. And their live online auction, held every month, is a great way to sell on consignment. Need an estate appraised? There's really only one choice. Call 905-737-GOLD. Welcome back to Consignment Heroes. We here are live at the Zoomerplex taking your phone calls for the next about half an hour about stuff. If you have cars, if you have signs, if you have TV, toys, sports memorabilia, lawn furniture, cottage collectibles, hockey cards, anything in those categories or anything beyond that, you know, if you ever call in and be like, hey, you didn't mention this, you <laughs> cover this? Yes, we probably cover it. We may have missed it. There's a lot of things to go by, but we cover about everything. So you can call us next in the next half an hour. We will get to your phone call. Um, we're going to go to Pete in Markham. Hey, guys. Hey, Pete. How's it going? Good, good. So uh, we're clearing out our mother's estate, and okay. she has a mink coat and a mink stole in storage, and I'm wondering if there's any value in that for resale. Uh, okay. Um, furs are a lot of a problem. I would say don't pay the money to have them stored. Right. Um, because in today's market, there are certain malls, even some of the antique malls, won't take them because there are people going around putting spray paint on, on fur coats. Oh. And um, it's... They still sell, um, but a, a coat that would have cost uh, $5,000 or $4,000 in 1980 will sell today for three, dollars $400. Mm. $500. It has to be in really good shape. Now, if you kept it in storage, probably. You, sometimes you can get more. I just say if it's a designer label or if it's um, uh, particularly nice, uh, like either white or uh, ermine or... Some of it, but the the ones where you had, you know, the little foxes, you had the little heads, yep. and they were stolen, the little heads are still hanging there. Mm-hmm. Those are really tough to sell, oh. you know, unless for someone in the gothic movement or something like that. Right. Um, furs are, furs and books, um, they're almost out of style in some ways. Right. But now, the little jacks, now, full-length mink will still sell. There are people who still want to be warm, and, but... If you're paying uh, whatever the storage is, $90 a year or something to store it, yeah. um, you're losing money all the time on it. You know, It's like putting your stuff into a locker. Yeah, yeah a lot of people, they put into a locker out of sight, out of mind. Next thing that happens is uh, two years have gone by, $6,000 in locker fees, and it's uh, they find out everything in the locker is worth $2,000. It would have been much better to get rid of it in the beginning. Now, would you buy it or would you sell it? or uh, Mainly on consignment. Sometimes we... What we do, it's it's a balancing act on this because sometimes if the item's a small amount, we don't want to do the paperwork with it. Right. And we'll buy it outright. But you get less on buying than you do on consignment because mm. your inventory problem has now become mine. Mm. Uh, if it's a larger amount, like right now we're doing a house with uh, uh, about 10,000 toys in it. And uh, it's all on consignment. But we have a meticulous system for doing it all up. Uh, we sell, we buy from Toronto, and we sell to the world. Why do we do this? Because the world has more money. Right. And uh, we get we get paid in U.S. dollars. We get pay we pay out in um, the converted rate. Uh, but a lot of people get more money by doing that. <clears throat> like this week, we got a lot of um, our listeners won't maybe know these, but sideshow and hot hot uh, hot toys, and they sell between uh, two hundred and seven hundred dollars each. And but you can't sell them 
No one's going to come into my store and ask for one of these sideshows. But we're selling them to China, to France, to South America, to the United States. They sell all over the world, and we're getting good money for them. Hmm. But you have to, that's how, what we do with this. Some of the other stuff, like I say, if you've got a, a collection of salt and peppers and there's 200 on a tray, what we're going to do is we're going to put them all as one collection. We're not going to sell salt and peppers individually. Someone who was in a, a market or a, a thrift shop might buy the tray and then separate them out and let them make some of the money on it. So if we brought it to your store, you'd be able to look at it? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yes. Okay. <clears throat> That's no problem at all. But you're also um, seasonality. Right now, we're going in the summer. Oh. A lot of people aren't saying, oh, geez, I have to get a fur coat for that uh, 80 degrees in August. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Right. Thank you for the call. Thanks. Bye. Did you just use 80 degrees <coughs> as in a Fahrenheit? You know, in Canada, right? Yeah, I was. Remember the time I cooked a turkey and I put it in at uh, 300 and it was uh, 300 Celsius instead of 300 Fahrenheit? The exploding turkey. Go ahead. Go to the next call. Wow. I didn't even know you cooked ever. Uh, we're gonna <laughs> no, go it was to, exploding. <laughs> let's go to Manuel in Brampton. How you doing? Hello. Hi. Hi. Yeah, I got I got some uh, $2 bills and and some $1 bill. I got the $2 bills from 1986. Yeah, now this see what happens here and this is like the the deal of when uh, the last telegram or somebody puts his collection. They say we're going to have no more $2 bills, we're going to the toonie. We're having no more $1 bills, we're going to the loonie. And so they save the loonies uh, these $1 and $2 bills and every week People bring in two to three hundred into our store. Now the good thing about them, they're still worth money. Okay, yeah, um, but, but they have to be in much, great shape. Right? Pardon? It don't worth much, right? It's, no, but you know, every day you got them. It's better to take them into us, and then we tell you to bring them into the bank. If they're no good as a collectible item because they're too worn or too uh, cre- creased up, then you just no, put them in the bank and spend them. Some of them go very, very good shape. Just if they're in good shape, they can be worth more money. But like, you know, the 1867-1967 bill. And a lot of people knows this. They have it in their drawers at home. Everyone yeah. bought them. Um, those we sell, we buy them for one seventy five, and we sell them for four dollars in our store on an mm-hmm. ongoing basis. People keep on buying them, and we keep and keep on people keep on bringing them in. Yeah. But it's uh, they're. They're not in 1967. You put two one in the bank. I don't know what'd be worth if you had the compounding interest on it right now. Yeah, okay. I thought maybe you want maybe one word when you find it here. You know what I mean? Yeah, no. But what you want to do with this is you want to buy, take this paper money and buy gold and silver with it. Not often I give financial advice, but if yeah. you're going to keep something at home, buy gold and silver. Take that paper money and buy gold and silver bars. Don't buy the stuff from the Royal Canadian Mint where you're buying stuff to a quarter ounce of silver for $300. Buy actual bullion, and yeah. you'll be further ahead. If you want to invest in something, get rid of the paper and buy gold and silver. That's, I think that's the first time I was in I two got, years I first got, time I said that. I got five coins. That's uh, John John Paul II, five uh, with uh, Silver, gold. If they're, sil- if they're silver, they're worth the silver value on because the Vatican, they do make a lot of those coins. Yeah. But uh, they're just going to be worth the silver. You can buy them, but you pay a premium on that. And this, I, you know, I'm going to go into this for a half a... In a pouch, in a, in a pouch, solid pouch. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, but I want to go... My point here is that... Uh, 
going back to advance uh, to ranting a tiny bit. When you're buying your gold and silver, keep your premiums low. Know what the price of gold silver is right now. If you're buying an ounce of silver, I think it's two dollars, twenty dollars and thirty three cents. You should be paying around three dollars for if you're buying a maple, or a dollar and a half if you're buying a weirdo bar. Uh, p- um, the premiums you're saying, is yeah, the premium to three dollars. So know what the price of gold silver is. We talk about this all the time. Your price of silver is twenty thirty three, and you're paying three dollars. You should be paying twenty three thirty three for an ounce of silver. If you're paying twenty six or twenty seven or thirty dollars, that is money you're not going to get back unless silver goes to fifty dollars, and you're only going to get your fifty dollars for it. So keep your premiums low. Well, you know, there's no mystery why you don't give financial advice. A guy just called in about a dollar and two dollars, and you're like, go buy gold and silver. Yeah, because what are you going to get with a dollar or two dollars? No, he might have hundred of them. Well, he might. Well, yeah, but you, even you're making- you buy, you know, something. The longest trip starts with one step. If he buys, puts, takes all those silver, those paper money, and buys one ounce of silver, he's on the way to become a rich man. Well, okay. So what the the lesson of the day is: if you have a dollar. Go walk into the store and try to buy silver with that dollar. No, that's, and we'll see how that goes. <laughs> sometimes. If you, if, You're a Zoomer in training, but it's going to take an awful lot of training to get you up here. <laughs> if you do want to call us, our number right now, live in studio, is 416-360-0740. Again, this is a show all about consignment. It's all a show about stuff. If you're a new-time listener, old-time listener... Even if it's like it's your first time listening, you're like, hey, you know, these guys sound interesting. Well, we are show all about stuff. If you have China, if you have art, old comics, records, gold, silver, costume, jewelry, rolled Dalton, you didn't have to be antique. It can be anything, really. We mm-hmm. can give you an idea of what it's worth. If you don't, if you don't really know what it's worth. But we can tell you what's even more important is we can help you sell it. Yeah, we we are that bridge. Turn it into cash. We can make that money for you and then give you that money. Yes. But if you do want to call in, our number is 416-360-0740. I know you're slow, but our listeners, I give a little bit more credit to. The toll-free number is one 866 740 And we're going to go to Gladys and Hamilton. Hey, Gladys. Hello. Hi, welcome to the show. Yes, I phoned you a couple of weeks ago, and for some reason or other, I was cut off. Oh, I don't know. I don't know who will blame for that one, but um, <laughs> well, sorry about I that. I don't really know why, but I just wanted to ask about a poster I have. Okay. It's about 30 inches by 20 inches, and it's from the 1975-76 Midget Hockey when the Wrigleys were the sponsor. And it was in Moncton, New Brunswick. Okay. 75. So I'm just wondering, is there any sale for something uh, like this? Is it signed by any of the players? Any special no, players? No. It's it's uh, that kind of stuff. Usually sells five to ten dollars if it's in really good shape. Okay. Posters do I, sell. I have a program, the dinner tickets with the menu and everything. Like we have a pro- we have a program that uh, Wayne Gretzky, one of his junior programs, one of the first ones he was in because he played in different tournaments, and people collect Wayne Gretzky. If Wayne Gretzky happened to played in that tournament. I'm just saying, um, we're selling one in our store for six hundred dollars because people collect Wayne Gretzky stuff. Okay, so yeah. you've got to have with everything we're buying and selling, you have to have a reason, supply and demand, and people have to demand comes when people want to buy it because it's like 
it's to associate with Mary Lemieux, Wayne Gretzky, Pierre Trudeau, whatever. Some people collect all sorts of stuff. Okay. I just thought because it was Wrigley's were the sponsor. Now Wrigley, they sponsor a lot of stuff. Um, they don't sponsor that anymore. It's sponsored by someone else. Yeah, but it's like it's not so much the sponsor. Some people collect it was Coca Cola. People collect. Uh, people collect Pepsi. They collect your major things. Wrigley's is a major company, but I don't know any Wrigley's collectors. You know, I just sorry, uh, and I'm I'm. Pretty, I know a lot of different collectors. There are probably some out there, and I'm willing to bet I get a call during the week. I collect Wrigley's. I've been collecting for 30 years, and I'm, I would be looking for that poster. But I would imagine that would be worth 5 or $10. But like a lot of people, the posters you had on your wall when you in 1965. Oh, that's, I'm going to go off to another subject for a of second. Of course. No, uh, Gene Stevens. Today, I'm going to be down at the Duke where uh, Robbie Lane's playing. And I'm going to take my my wife to there, my favorite wife, to see Robbie Lane. But before that, and I think it's 2 o'clock this afternoon, uh, Gene Stevens is doing a thing on the Beatles from 1965. That when they dominated the market, they dominated. But the reason that I'm thinking about 1965, I'm thinking about the posters that are on people's walls, the records from that time period. This all stuff sells, okay? Like, you don't care. No, no, I'm I'm thoroughly entertained. I'm just not from 1965 or remember remotely. You know something? If you think, I want to bet a lot of our listeners right now, think about where you were in 1965. I'm trying. No, you weren't here. But a lot of our, and and I bet you it brings a smile to your faces if you you were nine, you were 10, you were 20, you were six. But the Beatles were a big thing coming over here. And I know Gene's going to do a story. I'm actually looking forward to it because he has such wonderful information all the time. And he brings, he brings, he brings information to the music. He brings the good music, and he brings the information to it. Okay, so you just throw, fire a date, and we'll figure something out. Nineteen sixty-five. No, but nineteen sixty-five happened to be the, when the Beatles came here, and it was big stuff. Okay, they changed a lot. You even know who the Beatles are, right? Thank you. Wow, you're gonna go there. You're really gonna go there. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know if we still have our caller on the yeah. line. <laughs> Um, if you do want to call us, and if you are from 1965 and you want to talk about something, you can contact us now. Our number is 416-360-0740. That's 416-360-0740. The toll-free number is one 866 740-4740. And if you do want to uh, visit us at our store, we're in Richmond Hills, 10,341, yeah, just on Young Street, north of Major McKenzie. Yeah. And we're unit number two, and we're there. We're south of the wall. You'll see us there with that little mom and pop store, and we can get you an idea of what things something's worth. You want to bring it in. You want to bring a picture. You want to bring your idea, and you weren't able to make it to the show. You can come bring it to our store, and we'll be there and give you an appraisal. The number for the store is 905-737-4653. We're going to go to Margaret in Toronto. Hey, Margaret. Yes. Welcome to the show. Oh, hi. Um, I have a Moorcross vase, and um, it's very old. I just uh, don't know whether it's worth anything. Oh, yes. Is Um, it? Oh, yeah. No, no. There's Moorcroft is not worth... It's not selling as well as it used to be, but no. Is it green or blue? You know what the pattern it's is. Blue. It's blue. Blue is always better. Is it a bowl or is it a tall vase? It's a vase. Okay. Um, we call Moorcroft are always vases because they're worth over fifty bucks. 
If it's under $50, it's a vase. Uh, So as a vase, um, Moorcroft, no, we've got one in our store for about a thousand right now. On uh, Moorcroft still sells around the world. Um, And make sure it hasn't been repaired. We'd have to blacklight it. Uh, uh-huh. Make sure it hasn't been repaired. If you've got them, and is it signed on the bottom by Michael um, Moorcroft, or uh, it does? It there's a blue line across. I don't know whether it's signed. It just says Moorcroft, and then the number forty six or something, and then made in England. You have your class. Okay, this will be good. Um, and Moorcroft is still um, desirable. It looks good uh-huh. on the shelf, and uh-huh. uh, it, depending on its size and the pattern, anywhere between. How tall is it? Um, I would say about a foot. Who? That's a big one. Maybe. Size matters. We just oh. sold a uh, four-inch uh, little vase for a hundred dollars. If it's uh-huh. about a foot, twelve inches, it's probably going to be between five and seven hundred dollars. Have to oh. see it. So, yeah. uh, and that's one item we do on consignment. They do uh-huh. sell. Um, it's uh, a lot of people collected Moorcroft and Roald Dalton's in the seventies. Okay. okay, art pottery can be very good. You got your Van Briggle. You've got a lot of early potters. That this is what mainly happens to me. I'll go into someone's house and they'll uh-huh. have their their cups and saucers out on the on the, on the table, which I appreciate. Everything's unpacked. Uh-huh. But as I'm walking by, I'll see something like a Van Briggle or a, a vase in the corner that's worth yeah. two thousand dollars, and they'll yeah. just say that old thing. And I said, oh. no, that old thing's the good <laughs> thing. This stuff yeah. here is it's nice. Yeah. But uh, it's not the same thing. It's not going to send you on a vacation to uh, no to no. downtown Toronto. No. Well, yeah, a vacation no. to downtown Toronto. Well, you know what? You're you're going to get people believing that vase and vase are two different prices. No, I'm sorry. I'm no, sorry. I'm serious. People are going to be like, "Hey, uh, so I think I have a vase. I mean, you mean a vase?" They're like, no, no, it's above a hundred dollars. So you're confusing no, people. Sorry, I'm just being a smart. Okay, yeah, done. I oh. apologize. Okay, but if you have a vase or a vase. We consider them the same thing. Don't yeah. stop confusing people. No, a lot. Of, some of these lamps, like a, a, is it a lamp? point lamp, is a lamp or a lamp. It's a lamp. Uh, it's a lamp. Right? It'll go for. We've got a lamp in our store right now. It's worth seven thousand. No, that's a lamp. Then that's a lamp. The, the lamp is less than a hundred. Uh, if you do want to contact us, our number live right now is four one six three six zero zero seven four zero. Again, that's four one six. Three six zero zero seven four zero. The toll free number is one eight six six seven four zero four seven four zero. And we'll be right back. Place over a hundred vendors under one antique roof, all competing to give you the best deal. What do you think happens? The new Southworks Antiques in Cambridge, all 25,000 square feet, sat across the Grand River in Cambridge, selling antiques and nostalgia. The kind of neat stuff that has drawn Paul and Bogart here for more than 20 years. Passing through Cambridge? Stop by Southworks Antiques on Water Street and help yourself to free parking. You're going to be here a while. SouthworksAntiques.com. Let's make a deal. Your collection of old coins is worth exactly what someone is willing to pay for it. The highest paid prices for old silver coins and gold jewelry are at Toronto Gold, Silver and Coins. So the only number you should have in your head is this one. 905-737-GOLD. Toronto Gold, Silver and Coins buys and sells. So what does a bar of bullion go for these days? Wrong question. What's it going for right now? For up-to-the-minute prices, call 905-737-GOLD. Welcome back to Consignment Heroes. We were arguing over the break if it is a lamp or a lump. 
Um, we'll never get to the conclusion of it, but uh, we got to go to the callers because we're never going to end this conversation. Uh, let's go to Gwen in Clarington. Hey, Gwen. Hi. Hey, welcome to the show. Oh, thank you. What do you got for us today? I have an old, old lamp. It weighs oh. a ton, but it's <laughs> like a desk lamp. Okay. But it has two, and I, I'm presuming, um, silver-plated rams, one on each end. Oh, that sounds and, nice. And then the light in the middle is like a cone shape, and it shines up. Oh, I like those a lot. Okay. Uh, anytime you have what we call figural, okay, when you have like those rams on the side or golfers or uh, uh, bathing beauty or something like that, any kind of figural lamps are generally more desirable. Cost more to make them. Uh, you had to be, um, and they spent. You had to pay more to buy them in the first place. Okay, oh, really? uh, desk lamp. Like, like I have to see the actual, but probably. Uh, what color is the? Uh, it's a brass base. It. When you I say really it's heavy. Brass. It's so heavy. I don't know if it's brass or silver plated. Silver plate's a little bit better, but probably or it chrome plate. Like it could be. Probably $150, $200. Anything figural always sells for more. If I have a golfing trophy that says 1909 on it and it's just a plain cup, I'll right. get $400 for it. If it's got a golfer, a full-fledged golfer figure on it or two, I'll get six, $700 for it. That's oh, the difference wow. on the figural. People want them as decorator pieces. So, And that happens with lamps. It happens with trophies. Um Lamps are always neat that way. People collect it. It reflects your personality. Like I got my son-in-law uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle lamps. Remember I bought him those? Oh, yeah, those were ugly. Yes. My uh, my daughter wouldn't allow them in the house, but he loved them. Oh. But they were worth $500. Oh, wow. Okay, because people collected them. Most people threw them out. This is what sometimes it's not the value, the, not the really old stuff. Your lamps are nice with the rams on. And that's a desk lamp, and it'll be looked great on someone's office or in, in someone's den. But the the uh, lamps always, like I say, reflect your personality. Different characters out of the 1960s. If you have um, a, a Flintstones lamp out of 1963, it's going to be worth $250. And people wow. will say, well, that's a toy. It's not. And people are collecting that kind of stuff. Okay? Uh-huh. So this is why we, we don't want people ignoring they're all, I mean, I go into someone's house and they'll have the Roald Dalton's on there and they'll have uh, stuff out of the 1960s pop culture. And some of that can surprise you in what it's worth. The stuff you normally throw away. The stuff that the junk man will say, this goes into the trash immediately. The stuff that the downsizers has says, oh, this is, we'll put this in a yard sale for a no, dollar. He won't say put that lump in the, in the garbage. No. He won't say that. No. No. Okay. But you understand where I'm coming from on this. This is why I'm trying to advise people yeah. to look around the room. And sometimes you want to smile. I, I'd sm- if I saw a Flintstone lamp, I'd smile. Yeah. Sorry. Mm-hmm. They just, it was a great show. The Flintstones in 1960s were primetime TV. I know, a cartoon. but you're talking about a Flintstones lamp here. Like, there's that one person that has it, and he's like, hey, I have it. Nobody else has a Flintstones no, lamp. No, but it might, be Flint- it might be Scooby-Doo. It might be something else. It might be something out of the 80s. It might be Masters of the Universe. We just had a Masters of the Universe toy that we sold for $175. Oh, my. Like the- Masters of the Universe, you know what that is. That's 1980s. It doesn't have to be old to be worth money. That's okay. the point I'm trying to get by here. Okay. I and have, people have houses full of stuff that they haven't thrown out. It doesn't have to be old. 
Sometimes the old stuff is non-saleable. The new stuff is what people want. Go okay. ahead. Uh, thanks for the call. We're going to go to Marion in uh, Aurora. Hello. Hi, welcome to the show. Thank you. I have uh, three porcelain articles. Okay. One is, uh, and I purchased them uh, around 1980. One is a rearing stallion a full, and a vase with pink flowers on it. Okay, now, are they, who made them? What country of origin? Are they signed? You know what I mean by signed. There'll be an artist's name on it. Let me look. You were supposed to do that before you called. You know this. (laughs) There's something, yes. There'll be one time where someone calls in, they'll be, like, holding it, and then you're going to hear a (laughs) crash. Oh, goodness. (laughs) It's, um... Monaco, Kaiser. Oh, Kaiser's a good maker. Yeah. Yes. I, yes, I said Kaiser in the beginning. Oh, sorry. I didn't hear that. I apologize. Okay. Kaiser, we just had some Kaiser vases. We sold for $600 for the, the pair of them. They were tall. Kaiser figurines will go for between $30 and $65. Mm-hmm. They made a lot of them. It's more decorative. Okay. Uh, Kaiser, Rosenthal, 1960s. If they're mid-century modern, if they were bought, you said 80s, if they're bought in the 60s, they're a little bit more collectible. Try, people are trying to recapture that look right now with the teak furniture, the Scandinavian figurines, the Scandinavian lights, that kind of stuff. Yes. Okay. But still, they've still got some value to them. I paid like, I think, 200 and Wow. or 300 for them. I want you to come for into the, my shop and go for shopping. The okay. For the stallion. <laughs> I haven't seen it. Like maybe you can send me off a picture to our website, which is sales yes. at torontogoldsilver.com. I answered a bunch of uh, emails this week. Yes. Um, and if you send me off a picture and include it, if you get a picture of the, make sure you say who made it and the size. Okay? okay. Yes, I will. Thank you very much. You're welcome. Thank you for the call. Bye-bye. So, yeah, that's just a little bit of information that we sometimes forget to tell people is you can always email us at sales at torontogoldsilver.com to get some, you know, if you want to send a picture with just a a little bit of information to help us get, uh, you know, if we need to research something or look through it. You can always send us that anytime throughout the week. We will monitor it. I don't know how often it's monitored, but it will get through by the end of the week. Um, Gold, so no, before that, otherwise we'll forget. Gold prices, this is where you get your pen and paper out. You should have been you writing all sorts of stuff before now. Gold right now for 10 karat gold, and it'll say 10K or 10 CT on it, will be 1950 per gram. So you have 10 grams, it's $195. Uh, 14 karat gold is around 2750 per gram, okay? And uh, 18 karat gold is around $35 per gram. Silver is at 53 cents a gram, and your silver dollars are at $10.06. Now, when you call up somebody over the phone and they say, we don't know, and you tell them, and they say, I want to know what this gold is worth, and they'll say, we don't do that unless you bring it in. Well, just you ask them, how much are you paying today for 10 karat gold per gram? If they don't know, do not go to that shop. Well, they'll always They're tell you, stupid. They'll, no, they'll always tell you to come in. Because they yes. want to kind of bargain with you. They want to give you yeah. a, a price that you don't really know about your stuff or whatever. They're always trying to haggle you. Because we've tried this. We've called numerous places. Yeah. And we're like, hey, can you give us just a price where you pay for this? Like, oh, no, no, no. We have to see it. And I'm like, no, no. Here's the weight. Here's the carrot. 
what are you going to pay me for it? And yeah. they won't tell you. They actually refuse to tell you. And that's wrong. I mean, it's, and, and you can just say, are you either either stupid or trying to take advantage of you? Or you say, let me speak to somebody that can give me this price. No, if, no. If not a person in their entire store can give you the price of that, you probably shouldn't be selling to them. Just, yeah. just an idea. I would ask for the smartest person in the store. Well, because like, what are they just going to guess when you get in there? Oh, uh, yeah, I think it's around. Like, no, they should be able to tell you if you. That's yeah. all you need is the weight and the carrot. And you should really yeah. get a price. Or you know what? It may fluctuate a little bit. The market always changes. A little bit of wear on it, whatever. But it should be a good idea. Like it shouldn't fluctuate yeah. within a few dollars. Yeah, no, these places won't give you the prices. But I hope everyone got that. Now, the other thing I want to tell people: just grab one more call here, but appraisals. People get charged $50, $75, $100 on appraisal. Ours is between $15 and $25. But the important thing is, if you bring in a bunch of stuff, our gemologist will tell you what you should get appraised and what you shouldn't get appraised. Also for jewelry. For jewelry. And the other thing is, never, ever, ever, unless it's a designer piece, get gold appraised. Because what it is, you just know the weight, you know the carrot, you know what it's worth. Anytime you should not have to pay more than $5 for that, okay? If you have to pay, we do it for free. Well, we'll tell you because some people just need it for insurance purposes. Well, okay, I understand yeah, that. But a lot of people are like, hey, you know, I paid, you know, 15000 for this necklace, but it's only like 6000 in gold weight or whatever. No, no, I'm not talking about I that. I know, but I'm saying like that we, we give you the realistic of what it is. You yeah. Know? And if you, you well, if you do have other jewelry, like well, you know, we have a gemologist to give. No, but the important thing that. is we tell you what to get appraised because I once had a lawyer. The lawyer says it was like three thousand dollars in gold, and they did like forty appraisals on it. it was like fifteen hundred dollars for three thousand dollars in gold. Then the lawyer just charges. They they submit that bill to the lawyer. The lawyer submits a marked up bill to you. There's nothing left for you. You couldn't save that story for after the show. We have to get calls to get to. Okay, sorry. Uh, I'm going to go to Billy in Hamilton. Hey, Billy? Yes, hey. Hey, welcome to the show. Thank you. First time calling in. I can't believe it. 30 years ago, trying to call in a radio show, I'd never get through. I got through oh, right no, we'll, we'll, we'll let everybody <laughs> through, hopefully. <laughs> yeah, so just doing some minimalizing in the house. Um, you know, got kids in the house, teenagers, and just trying to make more space in the house. And mm-hmm. I got a tote full of old LPs of my mom's that she didn't want. Okay. Um, just curious about old LPs. A lot of them are the British bands. I Perfect. got Beatles, I've got Elvis, got all original um, that my mom purchased years and years ago, probably some from the 50s and 60s. Mm-hmm. Just curious. I don't know exactly the dates on the albums or whatever, but what are they looking at for okay. those? A vinyl. Okay, vinyl's making resurgence right now, and it depends on the condition of the vinyl, the actual record, and the cover it's in. And yeah. what pressing it is, okay? But okay. if something, in mid, we're just talking about Gene Stevens in 1965. If your mom was collecting Beatles in 1965, a lot of them will be monos, and they'll be, or just the new, uh, when they're just getting stereo in, introduced back then. Yeah. Uh, the, some of the originals are going for a lot of money. like, But not a lot, I guess, but it's $20, $30, $50. Some are only $5, okay, depending on what your yeah. mom's taste. You can get a you can get a record of the Ugly Ducklings. I think it's seven hundred dollars. Okay, yeah. but you gotta remember oh, this. You've got they, some albums in there. There's some weird names there too. I don't even know who they are. Well, that's yeah, perfect. Like, yeah. Okay. So you guys, I heard you say earlier there's an email. Would yep. I just could I take pictures and send them into you guys by email or or list? But on, on list or it depends how many there is. If you how big is a box? It's a big tote. 
one it's of a big tote. It's going to have 50 in it. So oh, you're going to get between 50 and $250 for the tote, depending on what's in it. Okay. If they're in good shape. Yeah, and you well, might have some, some stars are, in there. Pardon? Some of the covers are a little bit worn because they are old. She used them all the time, right? <laughs> well, that's what but they're yeah, meant for. But the I'm vinyl ho- is good. The vinyl is good. Oh, yeah. A-track is not so good, but vinyl is good. 45s are a little bit tougher, but everyone's trying to recapture their childhood at vastly inflated prices, and part of their childhood is your music. Yeah, and I know they're selling the the record out players again, too. I see them at Walmart and stuff, which is cool. Yes. Well, that... Like that that's always nice. Well, and if you do want to call it, or uh, if you do want to email, the email is sales at torontogoldsilver.com. If it's albums, if it's anything else, like China, old comics, uh, old toys, you can always send an email. We can always give you an idea of what it's worth or tell you to bring it in. Like sometimes a, a piano is not ideal to bring in. If you want to <laughs> roll it in, you know, we're, we'll be opposed to it. Yes, we uh, would. But no, because they just have to roll it back out. Yeah. <laughs> We're not going to keep the piano there. Um, but if, if you do want to roll in a piano to our store, it's at 10,341 Young Street, unit number two. I can't wait to see 10 pianos roll through that door <laughs> on Monday. Uh, we are in Richmond Hill on Young Street, north of Major McKenzie. Our number at that store is 905-737-4653. Um, that's, that's what I have to say for today. Any final thoughts? Yes, I want people... Make sure you get a second opinion. And I want people, after they've heard all this information today, go out in your patio and write a story about some of the stuff that you have in your house. Remember I tell you, write the story. If you're not going to sell it to us, you're going to give it to your kids, your grandkids. Tell them the story. And today's a perfect day to go out in the patio. And I say this at the end of the show because I didn't want people leaving outside and not listening to us. Thank you, Rick. And thank you, Moses, for letting us be on the air and letting us into your home. This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show.